0: I've never tried to limit myself. Oh, I'm this age, so I can't do this. I've always thought of it as, I've got this much time behind me, I have this much time in front of me, what can I do with that time while I'm here?
1: Hello, you are listening to the Late Bloomer Living Podcast, where we are reimagining and redefining what it means to be in midlife where we are gathering energy, momentum, and excitement for our next chapter via candid conversations with other midlifers about their own pivots, pitfalls, and triumphs. I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. Adulting can be hard, but you don't have to go it alone. I created this podcast to give you inspiration and let you know you're not alone in feeling stuck in midlife. Both men and women are welcome here, but if you are a woman, I also invite you to join our Midlife Uprising community for women where we are making waves and reimagining what it means to age. Being part of this community for women will remind you on a regular basis that you're not too old and it's never too late to do that thing you've been thinking about. You can find more information at latebloomerliving.com and I hope to see you there. Hello, my friend. Oh, you know, every now and then I like to mix things up a little here on the podcast and do something a little bit different. And today is one of those days. I'm so excited because I have a special, where are they now episode for you with an extra special twist. I'll get back to that in a minute. I am so excited to reintroduce you to the freaking fabulous Kat Corchado. Kat is a retired Air Force veteran, a podcast host, and she's been a fitness and Pilates instructor for over 15 years. She was previously my guest on episode 64. On that episode, we talked about her journey from the Air Force to becoming a Pilates instructor at the age of 40, and then becoming a podcaster when she was 63 years old. Your ears are not playing tricks on you. At the age of 63, she decided to launch a podcast called Sisters in Service, where she helps other women veterans make the transition from military to civilian life. Now, Kat is someone who is continually changing, adapting, and growing, so I'm having her back on my podcast because this year she launched an online community called Small Space Pilates where she teaches Pilates to small groups on Zoom and has a library of videos that people can choose from if they just need to fit in a workout on their own schedule. It's very cool. I am part of her community, and let me tell you, she has a great talent for kicking your booty in a way that makes you happy you signed up for the experience. So anyway, if you're doing the math, Kat is now 65 years old. Are you starting to see why I said she's freaking fabulous? Here's the thing. Kat has been self-employed for many years, but she never thought of herself as an entrepreneur until now. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, now, this is the special twist I mentioned earlier. The interview you're going to hear today was not done just for this podcast episode, but also for another new show called Good Morning Entrepreneurs, where I am a roving reporter. On that show, I contribute segments where I talk to people who have become entrepreneurs later in life, And we talk about the challenges that come with starting a business at a time when most people are planning for their retirement. What you're going to hear on this podcast episode is the unedited version of the interview that I did for Good Morning Entrepreneurs, which ends up being cut to like a two to three minute clip. If you are thinking of turning a hobby or a side hustle into your full-time gig, this episode is dedicated to you. But even if you're not thinking of launching a business, stay with us. There is way more to this conversation than just a conversation about being, becoming an entrepreneur. And if you are already a business owner and looking for support and community, I hope you'll take some time to watch Good Morning Entrepreneurs. It's very fun. It's available to watch via live stream every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And you can find it on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and even on Clubhouse for an audio-only experience. I'll have links for you in the show notes, and I will remind you again at the end of the show today. Okay, so without further ado, here's Cat Corchado. Let's go. Kat is 65 years old and has only recently begun to think of herself as an entrepreneur. And that's what I wanna talk to you about today, Miss Kat. Hi Yvonne, thank you for having me back. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have you here. (laughs) So, you know, we were hanging out in some clubhouse room or some Zoom room recently, and you finally owned your title. Of being an entrepreneur and i want to talk to you about what that feels like at this point
0: i feel as though i dated being an you know the word entrepreneur for years i think that i was a very reluctant entrepreneur although i always wanted to have my own business i just never felt like that business person and after having my launch party in october of last year I still played with the idea. You know, I was like, oh, you know, I, I'm a business owner. And then one day Kim White said, you know, you really are an entrepreneur. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not sure I'm ready. And I said, okay, we're engaged now. And then finally we got married. So me and <laughs> we're the word entrepreneur are now married and I own it 100%. <laughs>
1: That's incredible. So You've been a Pilates instructor for all these years, right? It ha- but it hasn't been as I mean, it, has it kind of been your own business? You've been working for other studios. How how has that been
0: set up? Right. So I haven't been a W two person in a long time. I was I've always been a ten ninety nine. So I'm an independent contractor. I work for two different studios, but it's really. It, you know, it's hard, you know, you've got to get up at certain hours to go meet clients. And and that was my life for a long time, but I really, really wanted to have my own business. I just didn't know what it would be, how it would come about, what it would look like. And until (laughs) mastermind (laughs) and being in these clubhouse rooms with, you know, my whole clubhouse family. So
1: yeah. So you joined the master, the same mastermind that I'm in. We are in mastermind together, which I just love being in there with you. And so you didn't have a clear picture of what you wanted. You just knew you wanted something. Is
0: that right? I did, but I didn't even know I wanted to be in a mastermind at that point. Kim had talked me into it. I won't say she talked me into it. that's the wrong word i had been in masterminds before i'd had business coaches before and it was just not even close to what i expected and having known kim through clubhouse and being in her rooms for over a year when she invited me i said oh i don't know but then i listened to that little voice that little gut instinct and i thought okay i trust her let me see what this is about so i get in there. I see you. You were getting ready to do your summit, I think. Mm -hmm. And Donna was there. And I thought, what the hell am I doing here?
1: (laughs) Which is hilarious because I felt exactly the same way. Spot on. And
0: I thought, oh my, why am I here? But I just said, okay, just breathe, just listen, you know. And this was this mastermind and the way it's worked has been such a gift to me, you know, the gift of learning at a pace that's, that, that I can work with someone speaking my language and not speaking over my head, being able to ask as many questions as I want until I get clear. And it wasn't until I was already in mastermind that it became clear through working with Kim. I was actually training Kim, Kim white. And we had this conversation while I was training her. And she said, you know, there are a lot of people that live, you know, they're RVers, you know, they live in small apartments, they live in small condos. She goes, I don't know what you would call it. And I went, oh, small space Pilates. And she said, trademark that.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. And even me, I mean, my, you know, my living room is actually pretty big. I've got a good amount of space. Like I can flip an Ottoman out of the way or push it out of the way. And I've got space to do yoga and Pilates, but I so much prefer the workout at home. I don't want to schlep to the gym. I don't, you know, I find it so much easier to roll out of bed and my mat is already on the floor, ready to go. Absolutely. And that is, and, and to be able to be in these classes with you in a zoom room and have you lovingly kick my butt is <laughs> is just incredible.
0: Always with love. Always with love and a smile. <laughs> and I, laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the one thing I wanted to be different was that I wanted it to be a space where everybody felt comfortable. You know, you see other people online and nothing against them. They're doing a marvelous job at what they're doing. They're on the beach in these pretty spaces. They have perfect hair, perfect makeup, perfect lighting. You know, the script is perfect. And I want it to be imperfect. I wanted people to see what it's really like for someone in the fitness industry because people think people in fitness are perfect. We always eat well. We always work out. We always want to do this. We always, you know, no, we don't. We're people. And I wanted anybody coming into the Zoom room to do this, is to understand that I cheat in exercises too. The difference is I catch myself cheating. (laughs) And I will tell you, I'm like, did you see that? You see how I just cheated with my body? So I wanted it to be a space where people come in, you get fit, but you also feel like you belong. That That it's a space where you can have fun, but you belong and you're getting fit and we're laughing and, and, you know, we're just having a good time.
1: Uh, well, as a person who's there to be trained by you, I can say mission accomplished.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Were there any. So what were the mindset issues? I'm, I was going to ask you if there were any mindset issues, but clearly there were because you were just dating the and then, you know, engaged to the idea of being an entrepreneur, but as you said, you haven't been a w two person for a long time. So, what have been the hurdles that you've had to come over as far as mindset goes to start a business at this point in your life or to start this new business at this point in your right.
0: life? I think to know that there are people in my corner who will help me. And so part of being the you know being married to entrepreneur, was that part that was being answered because, you know, being an entrepreneur can be lonely. And if you don't have any cheerleaders, any kind of team in your corner and you get stuck. So what I, what would happen? And I'll tell you this. I sold everything you can imagine. Everything. I just sucked at it because I would say, Yvonne, would you like to buy this? And you'd be like, no, thank you. I'm like, okay, fine. And I would keep it moving. But I wasn't passionate about it. You know, it's like, oh, it's nice. I like it. Maybe you'll like it. No. Okay, fine. And and so the mindset was that it would be kind of like that. But what I understand now is that when you're passionate about something, it comes through. It comes through in your message. It comes through in how you talk. It comes through in what you say to people. It comes through in every pore of your body. And people go, wow, she's really passionate about that. Whereas if I was talking about product X, I'd be like, hey, Yvonne, you know, I'm using this stuff and it seems to be okay. I really like it. You want to buy some? <laughs> and you're like, hmm. no. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I
1: love that you're just bringing us all along to be freaking fabulous with you. First of all, I love that that is uh, a phrase that you've a. a Adopted for yourself and that you own, yes, you know, like the rock star 100%. that you are <laughs> and, and it, and you do it in such a way that it is not, you know, look at me, I'm so great. It's owning your power. And I think what you're teaching us is to own our power as well. And I totally love that about what you're doing.
0: Absolutely. I think, you know, when you hear about a mantra or anything like that, and it sounds kind of you know you don't find one that just resonates with you and the reason that that <laughs> that one resonates so much is I was kind of feeling myself in a clubhouse room when one time actually Kim was there and I can't even tell you what we were talking about and I was feeling good it was Friday I said I'm Kat Corchado and I'm freaking fabulous and then every time I was in her room she said, you got to say it Kat and I'm like say what what is she talking about and then I started saying it and it felt foreign. I'm gonna tell you that it, felt, it was like, okay, I'm not feeling good about this. It doesn't feel good. But now every time I say it, I'm like, yeah, I'm the freaking fabulous Cat Corchado. And I want everybody to feel that feeling that when you have a mantra, just keep saying it because now I believe it. And so now there's gonna be trouble, you know? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's how I believe it.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> what have you learned about yourself? in starting small space Pilates?
0: I think the art of Pilates wasn't the hard thing. Teaching the Pilates wasn't hard because that's what I do. It was the business side. I learned that even at 65, that when you're passionate about something, you're willing to do what's necessary to move it forward. So I had to be comfortable with being very uncomfortable. however, when someone speaks your language and is willing to walk you through baby steps at a time that you can learn and you will learn and it moves the needle forward and then you learn that and then there's you learn something else and it keeps moving forward and moving forward now all of a sudden you, you think, oh wow, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> look at me, look what I'm doing. And it's, it's surprising sometimes, you know, that I'm learning stuff that I always sounded like a different language to me. And even I've never tried to limit myself. Oh, I'm this age, so I can't do this. I've always thought of it as I've got this much time behind me. I have this much time in front of me. What can I do with that time while I'm here? And so that's, what's moving me forward. That's what's fueling this, this business, actually small space Pilates. That's what's fueling it is my, my passion to just do something different.
1: I love that. And, and I also have to wonder, I mean, you are an air force veteran with 20, 20 years. Yes. In the air force. Um, you retired in your early 40s right and then you became a pilates instructor i mean i'm sure it sounds like you've done some other things in the meantime as well as far as sales go but that's that's been your life experience how has that life experience oh and let me add mom and wife into that equation (laughs) how has your life experience supported you in becoming an entrepreneur at this stage in your life? Do you think it has, have, have skills translated across?
0: I, I think so. I think the the transition from W2 to 1099 was one of those, you feel like you're choking moments, you know, like, oh, oh, yeah, I, don't know if I could do this, but then you realize you can do it. So the jump from, you know, being a, a 1099 to an entrepreneur isn't that big of a jump it was the word entrepreneur that tripped me up you know are you a business owner yeah I'm a business owner you know are you you an entrepreneur I think so (laughs) yes (laughs) so when people say are you an entrepreneur I say absolutely yes I am so I think the life everything that I've learned and and what you have to understand is all of those transitions meant that I had to have some kind of faith in myself that I could do it. And also with the the loving support of my husband, who's never said, no, you can't do this. He was like, okay, go for it. And so knowing that I could, knowing I had the support makes you work harder to be the best that you can be at your craft at what you do, regardless of what it is. I wanted to be, one of the best Pilates instructors, not because I could do everything in Pilates, because I can't, I'm just going to say that. But to understand where people come from in their everyday life, that sometimes they're broken, their bodies are broken in certain ways. They've been, you know, sitting a certain way or standing a certain way or, or doing things that have restricted their body. And they keep going back to PT all the time and keep hurting something in their body. And to know that Pilates can build that bridge back to where they feel good in their body is a huge thing. And so when I explain things to people in ways that they can understand, just like the way mastermind people explain things to me and they, and that aha light comes on that, that light in their eyes going, Oh, you mean this, or they say, I feel so much better because of this. And they were afraid to try Pilates because of all the things that they've heard about it. And they finally decide to come in and they get it. They, they get it. And that's, I will never get tired of that ever.
1: That's amazing. And I left out asking you about how, the podcast plays into this transition as well, because you started the podcast not that long ago. And that is completely unrelated to your work in Pilates. It's Sisters in Service. You highlight the stories of, of female veterans and um, and, and provide a, a place for women to come and listen and know that they're not alone when they leave the service. And that started, what, about
0: two years ago, three? How long has it been? That was during COVID. That was during COVID. I had this, yes, I had never listened to a podcast, full (laughs) full transparency, but yet this thing came to me and I thought, I really want to do this. I knew nothing about podcasting and I thought, you know what, let me learn. And I went into um, this, it was a free seminar thing on online and I thought, that sounds good. Let me try that. And I learned everything I needed to do, but yet it was a passion I was passionate about, which fueled me to move forward, to learn those things. You know, and as a common friend of ours always likes to say, messy is beautiful. And mm-hmm. it's messy at first, and it will be, no matter what you try, but you know, it gets better. As you know more, as you know, you, know, you get better at doing it. And so I still do the podcast. It's still a passion of mine. Um, I, I will never let it go. <laughs> It's something that moves me along because I love talking, as you can tell, and I love just meeting people and finding out what they do. You know, there are some women out there and a lot of women are doing amazing things, but there are some women out there, military spouses included, who are doing some wonderful things. And I want to share that with the world.
1: I love that. And I, I, I can't help but think that 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 allowing yourself to step into starting a podcast might have given you some confidence to then take on this new endeavor as well, because they're both, it's a heavy lift to produce a podcast and do it consistently and well over the course mm-hmm. of years. And I can't help but think that that may have contributed to you being able to say yes to this next step. Do you think I'm that that, is that on target?
0: Oh, very much so. It was a stepping stone for sure. You know, you start the podcast, you're doing the podcast and then this opportunity shows up but it's murky. You don't know where it's going to lead. And you take a leap of faith and you find out that you're starting this new business and that you're now an entrepreneur. So it's 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 just it's been a remarkable journey for me.
1: Wow. Do you have any advice for anyone who is listening, watching that might have, you know, a little bit of an inkling that they want to do something, maybe even as a side hustle, but they're not sure, or maybe, you know, maybe they've been running a a business, you know, and, and are knowing that they need to expand into some next level, like what, what would be your advice to that person?
0: I would say use that little voice inside you. You know, if, even if you already have a side hustle or you're already in business, does it light you up when you think about it? You know how I feel, Yvonne, when I see my website, I'm just like, oh my God, I get guess <laughs> I'm like, so pretty. it <laughs> lights me up. So if you're doing a side hustle and it's okay, it's bringing in some money, but it doesn't light you up. Don't think about it as a business. If you're already in business doing something, maybe you just need to pivot. What would that pivot be? What would it look like? You know, sit down with yourself and listen to what feels good. Write down some options of how you could pivot your business and see what happens. You know, think about it. It's not going to happen overnight, but don't be afraid to make that change. I, I was scared my whole life. I was scared of everything, scared of what people say, scared of, not doing the right thing, you know, and then you start listening to that gut instinct in you and you start realizing every time you listen to that gut instinct, it never fails you. I'm still doing the work. Don't get me wrong. It's still difficult. There are times, I have bad days. I'm gonna tell you. But I'm so happy at what I'm doing. I'm so happy doing it. And this is, this is the feeling I want. I'm doing my podcast. I'm doing my small space Pilates and both of them light me up. And that's what fuels me through the day.
1: I love it. I can't think of a better way to go out. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming here with me, coming to be here with me today again.
0: Of course, I can't say no to you, Yvonne. You know that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) That makes me happy to hear. (laughs) Well, there you have it. I always love talking to Kat. She is about as down to earth as a person can get and still be freaking fabulous. <laughs> I hope you'll take some inspiration from this conversation. I know it's easy to look at someone like her and think, well, that's good for her, but I could never do that. Remember though, she said she was scared her whole life of everything, scared of what people would say, scared of not doing the right thing. It was when she started listening to her instincts and taking action on them that everything changed for her. And I'll leave you with this quote from Kat. Every time you listen to that gut instinct, it never fails you. If you want more information about Kat Corchado and her Small Space Pilates community, you can find her at smallspacepilates.com. I will also have a link where you can find her in the show notes for this episode, along with information on how to watch Good Morning Entrepreneurs. You can just go to latebloomerliving.com and click on the show notes for episode 137. And hey... The next Zoom gathering for the Midlife Uprising community is April 11th, and you can find all the details for that at latebloomerliving.com on the community page. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay safe and well. Talk soon.